0: the just because deal hey oh what's this breakfast from mickey d's From me yep why cause it's morning and you like mcdonald's let's eat while it's hot
1: there's a deal for every act of kindness at mcdonald's you don't need a reason when the one and only hot and melty sausage mcmuffin with egg is just $2.50 price and participation may vary cannot be combined with any other offer
2: on today's Big Land Radio's Nature Connection show is uh, Tana Frederick. Now, Tana, we met her uh, at the end of mm. the year, of uh, end of 2020, with her film Two Ways Home. You guys mm. got to go check it out. It's streaming everywhere. It, go get it. Okay. Go get it. It deals with mental health. It's an awesome film. Okay. And it also deals with, it showcases her home state, which is Iowa. So that's interesting because we're bringing her on the show to talk about the ocean and cleaning the ocean. And she's from Iowa. Apparently, she's an <laughs> Iowan surfer. Uh, her her nonprofit that she founded is called Project Save Our Surf. And
1: uh, we saw it. that
2: as we were getting her on the show, we were like, oh, she's into conservation. She's like one of our buddies already. Uh, so we had to bring her back on the show to talk about what she's doing with Project Save Our Surf, you can keep up with them at psosurf.universe.com, mostly on IG or uh, Instagram, Facebook, all of that. But welcome back, Tana. How are you?
3: I'm great with an intro like that. What can I say? And being on the show with you too is just fantastic. And wow, what a great lead up. That was fascinating and wonderful to see the work that National Geographic Kids is doing.
2: I think it's so cool what they're doing with the kids and because it's not just the book and the books are awesome, but they're getting the, it's the interaction. And I think that also goes into what you're doing with, uh, you know, Project Save Our Surf is it's, it's not like, Hey, everybody give money and we'll do this. It's, it's interactive.
3: We have to have action. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. It's, um, it's great to be able to give back and build these relationships within communities, um, especially with children, because they really are the stewards of our future. So yeah, that was that's a, such an important element and then connecting the kids to their their leaders and who they look up to is is so important and um in and, and getting them to take action and sort of grow into these very conscientious adults. Hmm. And and so
2: Tell us a little bit about what. I mean, you're from Iowa. What are you doing in the ocean? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's That's nice. Nice. Let's
3: talk that to Let's start there. That's <laughs> so you funny. grew up with
4: cornfields. how did you get yeah, into the ocean? I am just like, now I see
2: Kevin Costner <clears throat> in the cornfields playing baseball. I know. Right.
4: Field of dreams. <laughs> 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 She's surfing her dreams. <laughs> That's the first thing you do oh, when you get so out of the cornfield that... is head to the ocean.
3: Yeah, you're like, wait, <laughs> there's actually water somewhere? Oh, my yeah, God, exactly. I live in a landlocked state. Yeah. There's like water and mountains.
4: Yeah, it's yeah. amazing.
3: So uh, it was totally fascinating for me to move out to California because one of the oh, one God. of the beautiful things being a struggling actress about living in Los Angeles, is that you have the ocean at your fingertips? Mm-hmm. I mean you do have a really great backyard when you move there, and mm-hmm. as much as you pain you can go through as trying to make it to the top of your profession um, or even get work and put food on the table is that you have the ocean right there so in two
2: thousand and
3: nine yeah. yeah it's just it's, it was fascinating to me to be um to be right next to the ocean, especially since I didn't, I don't even think I saw the ocean until I was 16, maybe. Um, so that's Whoa. a lot of time that I, yeah, that's a lot of time that I wow. I needed catching up on. Mm. Exactly.
1: Wow. And um,
3: so, hmm. yeah, totally. I mean, I think the thing, the, the place that I hmm. saw closest to the ocean was Lake Superior and I couldn't hmm. believe that I couldn't see across it. And then you get out to this beautiful Environment with hiking trails and deserts mm-hmm. and palm trees and yeah um, yes, and then and then getting to know the ecosystem of the ocean, it was like like a beautiful
4: um it's a, a, a beautiful
3: trip it was my magic it was, mm-hmm. it was it was such a treasure, it was such a treasure, and so I started surfing. I believe in 2004 and then Mm. just started to become aware of the surf culture because obviously when you start, I I think a lot of people when they start surfing and they start surfing correctly, they, if they, if they have a good teacher and they don't just try to do it themselves. And
2: in other words, your ass is not up in the the
3: air. air. Your ass is not like, "Hmm." I'm just saying. That was a good experience. Exactly. You might have it's had so some funny. experience with it's that, I think. I do are- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. Like, you can't you really stand up, so- up on
4: the board,
3: and <laughs> everybody can if see. If you not like,
4: say every-
3: no. If you haven't made a complete, you know, donkey <laughs> of yourself out in the water, then yeah, you, you might. I took lessons right away, um, and I just. <laughs> Loved it, and I was just one of those people who I wanted to do nothing else except surf and became such a surf head. Uh, That's
4: awesome. Yeah. Okay, how does that work for you, like, with body surfing versus on-the-board surfing?
3: Well, I'm kind of fortunate because I think if I had just body surfed, which I hadn't had an experience, I went straight to surfing, I might have thought body surfing Uh. was easier. So I went to surfing and oh. kind of took it the hard way. It was like driving a stick shift first before yeah, yeah. automatic,
4: right?
3: I identify. So by with this, the time I, I got
2: to yeah, identify. Yeah. I identify because I grew up in South Africa, like in my teens, right? And um, right. And I and I lived in Port Elizabeth, which is right outside Jeffreys Bay, one of the top surf spots in the country. Yeah, and mm-hmm. so my friend said, "Well, let's teach you. We're going to go paddleboarding, <laughs> which I don't know is ca- kayaking here. I think." And um, yeah, yeah, I tried to do, and then they were they were trying to get me to learn the art of surfing, and all no matter what happened, I ended up <laughs> hugging the board and showing my ass to everybody on the pier. So like they could stay, <laughs> at that point, how young I was, and I was better looking at that point. They could charge. You know, <laughs> get money on that because no matter what, you know, here it was, but uh, there it is. But um, it it was so, there's something about that connection with the ocean that I, it really doesn't matter if you're windsurfing, body surfing, surfing, swimming. But when you're out in the ocean, mm. and I've been an, an ocean baby, and I'm missing it so bad. Um, I know. When you yeah. go out there, oh, and, right. go the and by the way, going yeah. to Lake Erie, which we did this year, blew my mind. Uh-huh. It reminded me uh, of you know, cool. Lake Tanzania was like that. Lake Tanzania is huge, mm-hmm. right?
1: Yeah. Lake
2: Erie blew our minds away. Like, I felt like that I was at was so the beach. Cool. And people are skipping rocks, so that's a little different. But I didn't know that was a thing. But going to the lakes in <laughs> In the Midwest are a whole (laughs) different deal But the ocean Is like this It's a a Whole other, it's an animal Like it's like this living, breathing Suck it in, suck it out And and you Really know Humility No matter what you're doing there I don't care what you're doing I don't care if you're having a picnic and it decides I'm going to like just take you out now It is about humility and also beauty and I don't know and I think surfers there's a thing about when you go out that it teaches you every time you go out about the magnificence of nature and the importance there's a lesson every
3: time and a connection absolutely every single Mm -hmm. time I've learned so much from being a surfer about patience about life about tenacity about Mm. about relaxation and anxiety there's been so many times where I've gotten caught under a big set and that Mm -hmm. whole that whole thing of releasing yourself when you when when I've been caught under like a huge set and you can't breathe and then you're taught by other surfers that you have to just relax your body and Mm -hmm. release yourself because when you fight i've I've fought before, and then you suddenly hit the ground and hit you, you realize that you're you're hitting sand and you're you have no breath left, but if you just relax yes. yourself and you float you float back up to the top, and it's just about acknowledgement of something bigger than you. I think humility is the best thing that it teaches, and respect for the waves respect for the tide, respect for the moon sequences respect mm. for
4: mm. for
3: everything that's underneath you that you might. The the water clarity for you know everything it's it's one of the biggest teachers that I've had.
4: It it's it kind of comes down to are you trying to conquer something or live within it? They're part of it, right? right? You're trying to conquer it. Like, are you really gonna conquer the ocean? I (laughs) you know come on seriously Exactly. exactly conquering it. You're, you're lucky to be able to surf with it and be part of it. You know, so Isn't that a beautiful thing. That, yeah. It's,
3: a, it's a, so many of the pro surfers that I've seen, the way that they relax and they just dance with the waves versus it. when you see somebody who's starting out who is trying to conquer it and fighting it and getting no, mad. Not. It's, it's, and no. then that look. Yeah. And that look of when you meet surfers. And what I think is a cliche of the surf personality, they are just Zen Mm. because they are out in the water uh, learning about how small they are and how much they respect the ocean. And Mm. life does not, life seems sort of inconsequential compared, I think for me, that's been my personal experience to, to this great beautiful body of water and the ecosystem that it holds. It's, it's a huge life checker. It's a huge. You're just checked when you're in the ocean. Yeah, like, checkmate.
4: Okay. Well,
3: yeah, you know the the way I can compare
2: it is like I do mountain passes, which scare the crap out of me, scare the
4: absolute crap out of me. Bridges. You scare me because you're so scared. I'm on the right side I'm, I'm like, like I'm ready to go
2: I will pee in my pants and stop the car here, but I don't. I put Bob Marley on and I go. You know, but, it's nice. you. but, there, but <laughs> there is something this thing where you you also find it epically beautiful and you're gonna do it. Like there's this this it's like a love hate thing, but it's not a hate. It's I don't wanna use the word hate. There's this no, like it's exploration, man. It's Come this, on, yeah. Because when you go out the, in the ocean, it's I, when I was a yeah. kid, a teen, not even a teenager yet. Yeah, We lived in a place in South Africa called Port Elizabeth in in, uh, in the, I don't know if it's called Natal now, but it's in the uh, South Coast. And Um, there was a mm -hmm. place in Shelly Beach and it was really Shelly because there was a lot of rocks and everything. However, believe it or not, was one of the top places for great-
1: The just because deal.
0: Hey, oh, what's this? Breakfast. From Mickey D's? From me? Yep. Why? Because it's morning and you like McDonald's. Let's eat while it's hot.
1: There's a deal for every act of kindness at McDonald's. You don't need a reason when the one and only hot and melty sausage McMuffin with egg is just $2.50. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer.
3: Hey, what's up? It's Alex Morgan. And for me, the start of the new year is all about commitments, setting your intentions, restarting your routine and committing to you from day one.
0: Body Armor Light, the low calorie, zero sugar added sports drink. Shop now at Walmart.
2: White sharks, because it was mm-hmm. a colder climate. It, it, mm-hmm. I don't know what was going on, mm-hmm. too, but this was Shark white shark central. And I was told never to go in the water without Nancy and la, 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 la. And of course, what did I do whenever, like, I could sneak out, I snuck out. And I went out as far as I could, just out of is a shark going to get me? And then I would scare the bejesus out of myself, like seriously. Bejesus? And I, I don't think I've ever said that in my life. But she's from Iowa, so I said it.
4: <laughs> oh, 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 I, love,
2: I love it. Bejesus? I love it. I don't know. I've never said that, like, like for years. Like anyway.
4: Oh, You're so scared so so out. I
2: scare myself and go further each time in this weird, crazy dare of the shark. And this you knew on the certain mm. I get the undercurrents, there were these tunnels because of the rocks and the way the surf was at that mm. place. Like you, you you couldn't surf there. You would you would crash in the rocks immediately. It was this weird thing and I had this like it's not like a death drive, <laughs> but this thing of I'm going out there and I would come back with my little thing of rocks too, like my little I'd go in there and scoop you know the sand and fine shells, which were crazy because they were all broken because of the rocks. But I would go out, do that, and then I'd go, "Oh yeah, well now I'm going to go out and just go out," and I'd go out each time a little further. It was this weird game <laughs> I played, and I don't know what I was doing, but it was like wow. a death game. But no, it, it made me. I know you were. Really you were trying it,
4: to make your place in the world.
2: It really was mm-hmm. this thing. Mm -hmm. Um, I, that's the only, the closest thing I can say about surfing. That was that where you, you are at the elements and it's about you and the elements Mm -hmm. and you either going to, I mean, they're going to take you out no matter what, if they want. Yeah. Yeah.
4: No, I think it's about, I think it's not, they're going to take you out. They're going to challenge you. Oh yeah. But they could take you out. They're going to challenge you. And then challenged. you have to bring your 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 stuff to the table. I was addicted to By doing it, that. It, the, the the elements will always challenge us. Do you have the right to I, be yeah, here? Yeah, not out at times. What's, to, what's your right to be here? You know, they're going to challenge us. So if so you go out in the ocean, at, if you go out in the ocean, then you have to make your peace with the ocean. You have to be part of it or you're going to challenge it. You go out in the ocean, you want to okay, big surf waves like Jeffrey's Bay in South Africa. Now you know if you can't swim, you probably shouldn't do that. You know? Right. right. You probably shouldn't do right. it. But if you're a swimmer and you know how to dive under the waves and and deal with the undercurrents then you can get a high off that like I did that you know, which we have done, so you go out there, and you're like, with, and then you're like, oh, okay, I'm getting tossed and turned, even though you're under the water, not on top of the water, surfing, you're under the water, and you're being tossed and turned, and you're like, hey, man, this is cool,
2: you know,
4: it's <laughs> <laughs> right. like, oh, so cool, love <laughs> no, you water it.
3: your nose, when it goes up your nose, you so beautiful, beautiful. Like, like you said, like it's at an informative age, which mm. you know I think the Australians call it what they have a walk about, but it says
2: yeah, I, yeah. I don't
3: even know, you know what what age that is, but but um I um but you're at such a young you're at such a you're at such an informative age when you could have been seeking that death wish from drugs or from I don't know, driving fast on a freeway or something like yeah. that, you know, but instead you're out there with out, the ocean. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's that there is something very sacred about that relationship to yourself and the ocean that you had yeah. at such a, a beautifully young age that you couldn't have s- sought, I think, with any other natural element. I mean, you probably could with snowboarding or taking some hiking some oh, sort yeah. of
4: hi- hiking, exactly. You're you're right. at that
3: age where you're gonna go, Oh,
2: I'm gonna challenge nature and nature nature's gonna go, Oh yeah, come on, baby. But I'll teach I don't you but it's Nature was say- a it, it's that coming of age, you know. It's like Nancy, you right. you 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 worked with you know lions in Africa in Kenya,
4: yeah. And and
2: people going like stop killing the lion at 13 years old. You know, that's you. That's how we ended up in Africa, with you doing. I don't know if you know Nancy used to work wow. with Joy Adamson of uh, uh, Born Free, the actual Joy Adamson, real lady, not Virginia McKenna. Um, <laughs> but that's. <laughs>
1: Well, oh, no, she was the actor
2: of that. Yeah, that's how we ended up in Africa. So we lived mm-hmm. in the bush for many years. Well, not many years. A couple wow. Of years. Yeah, no, so we did.
1: Nancy Eight went around years.
2: teaching tribes like, "Hello, can you stop killing lions for your, you know, thirteen-year-old killed the lion manhood thing?" Which <laughs> that went
4: well, right, Nancy? <laughs> well, no, <I'm> that. <there>, <laughs> <clears throat> okay let me put it this way it was um, <laughs> oh boy uh, I'm not it,
3: laughing at that I'm laughing at the hint of sarcasm
4: with I that know, as well because, right yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, because yeah. it is funny the reading, no, the reading it, was was like, effort, hmm. it was an effort to uh, keep um, people from killing lions on sight whether or not they did anything wrong because they're part of Africa and they're uh Apex species that needs to be there before everything else gets out of control and eats all your crops. The sand. Except for the sharks and sharks. I see. <laughs> I
3: see that. Yeah, that 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 makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Okay. No, I mean that's simple though. That's that's quite simple but but that makes so much that it's but it's that really kind of hard. Yeah, you mess with one level, you get you get the trickle down effect. Of yeah. Destroying the crops. That makes all the sense in
4: the world. Yeah. And so they were like, okay, this is going to happen. I'm going to take out this species. I'm like, well, if you take out that species, that species over there is going to totally annihilate your, your crops. You might want to rethink it.
3: Yeah. It, right. It, you can't destroy one level without affecting another level. Exactly. And that's,
4: yeah. So let's,
2: let's, let's talk about project save our surf. surf.
4: get out there from iowa start
2: surfing yeah surfing now you go like okay and i
3: just noticed that all of the surfers took and i was taught this surfers like kids should be stewards of the ocean as they get older the surfers were the stewards of the ocean and they very quietly and gallantly and elegantly would take everything that they saw Um, the garbage floating, and they just Mm. stuff it into their sleeves. Just as simple as that, you know. Mm. And they always left their backyard um, cleaner than they found it, so to speak. And that is something I think I learned growing up on farmlands in Iowa, is respecting your backyard, respecting your land, because that is going to yield next year's crops. I think that uh, I learned that in Girl Scouts, too. (laughs) probably yeah (laughs) when I was like very little but yeah so so I just noticed that the surfers would do that they weren't uh, asking for any sort of recognition of that it was just something that they did because they were using the ocean and they wanted to keep it clean and pristine for their next usage and um and so I just started doing uh I started. I wanted to create a, a, an organization that was run by surfers, and mm-hmm. then then by that trickled down into the community to do outreach programs for kids. And mm. really support and start to bring together all all of the because there's so many environmental organizations in California, um, mm. and sort of be an umbrella organization that raised money for different organizations, brought different brought both surfers and civilians together because surfers do know mm. so much about the ocean being out there all the time, and mm. brought artists and ocean um and ocean conservationists mm. together, and then we were able to just sort of celebrate the ocean and also to focus on, I think, have a very optimistic view of, of, of the environment because it can get so overwhelming, you know, it can get so overwhelming to hear so many bad, scary things about what can happen. But when you, sometimes with an outlook, when you celebrate, And when you, I I think that really good things Mm. can spill out from celebration and saying, this is what we have and we have hope and we have a positive future. Uh, Sometimes things can come from that. And so I really wanted to especially do a water filter program uh, and bring fresh water to uh, globally. This is what my initiative was to, to do water filtration programs. And then while doing that, to sort of address these teens that, like you said, when you were journeying out to find Mm. the sharks and the broken shells, these Mm. teens that were mega ripping to be the ones to go into these villages uh, and, and to set up the water filtration programs because God knows that they are the ones who need to feel like leaders. They are the ones who need to feel that they have some sort of,
1: you're, um, you're really great. about
3: that. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm. yeah. You're really thank right you. about yeah, that. Th- thank you. That's what As a did. When I was an yeah. asshole as a
2: kid, Nancy, Nancy had her magazine in South Africa, <laughs> and her art director said, Give her some responsibility. And it was true. Mm-hmm. As soon as she gave me responsibility, I stopped being an asshole. I'm sorry, <laughs> did I say asshole on the show? <laughs> sorry.
3: But it's true. It's that should true. have been that should have been my that should have been my uh my whole like raison yeah. d'être for Project Saver sir. I'm just trying to stop
4: your kids from being assholes, man. <laughs> no,
2: yeah, but I was I was, but I
4: was. Actually, I mean, actually I mean that's I what you know, but yeah. Okay, I I to, I that. You. okay, but I'm gonna take it a step further and say I'm gonna try to keep your parents from being assholes. Oh <laughs> Well, no, doing. I on the oh, show with you guys. Oh, so no, because guys. if you look at the <laughs> state and the true and the we're doing it this way because we've always done it this way while the world marches on, come on, people. You can't do yeah. things the way you've always done them because the world marches on. Things change. And we're
2: allowed to say asshole because you know what? We're in 2021 and. Damn, we need to <laughs> say it. I was going <laughs> to say that.
4: It's, it's just gold gold off the tongue. So It's a gold today. off the I don't know. I mean, come but, on. Come on. Seriously, come. get oh, with it was the really, program people. But, but
3: it was really beautiful <laughs> to see these kids who who were in 16, 17, 18, that were getting ready to go to college or maybe up and down the coast be be fishermen or Decide their futures Mm. and Mm -hmm. say, here you go. Here's the bucket. Guess what you're going to do? We're going to find sponsors for you. You're going to go to South Africa, South America,
2: Vietnam,
3: Mexico, and you guys are going to go into the schools. You're going to talk to these little children there. Oh, wow. I didn't realize how big this was. Yeah. 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 And and we're going to help you raise the money, but you guys are going to, and you're going to get a
1: one night.
0: right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com home-trial.
3: A week of surfing in some great ways and we're, we're going to help you to raise money to fly out there, but during that time, you're going huh. to see little kids in these villages that can't afford that are getting that are sourcing water from dirty rivers
1: from mm-hmm. that
3: they're cleaning in they're bathing in their they have their their you know uh, their animal runoff going into you guys are going to go and be rock stars to these kids because you're surfers and you're going to teach them oh my. how oh. to set up this water filtration system and these kids I watched them change so hard. Yeah. I mean, these guys really could have been assholes. They turned into such beautiful young men and, and just watching them interface with, with these villages um, and watching them glean this confidence and this sense of change that they were creating and difference that they were making in the lives of these poverty stricken villages and, Watching in the simplicity of drinking water wow. it was was the best thing that I've ever done with my life.
4: See, wow. this is so interesting. Like in in Kenya, I was hired as school teacher. I didn't have credentials to be a school teacher, but. I'm white and yes, yeah, but they, I'm sure yeah. they needed you right it, it, yeah and so I taught school kids it was the best thing I ever did it was so much fun because mm-hmm. I was like relating to I think eight or nine year olds and and I was teaching them English my English oh, that's is, wonderful. that was really funny and I don't even know why I had that job they're just like oh could you come do that Mike sure Why not? And it was fun. And it was, I learned way more than the kids did, I'm sure. But (laughs) probably, probably, yeah. Because I was like, okay, this is really weird how this country will take me with no credentials to be a school teacher, but then I could speak English, to teach English to their kids. I'm like, oh, and then as I, at first I thought, that's funny. I'll do it, and then the then the responsibility hit me like heavy. Like after the second wow. like oh man. And then it was like scared to go into class because I'm like I'm not qualified to do this. And then <laughs> three days later, I'm like I'm so yeah. qualified to do this because I'm not strapped down with a whole bunch of rules. I know how to speak English. I know how to spell. So. I can absolutely
3: do they just need advocates saying that yeah they, these kids in, the, in different countries just need somebody to be there and within our own country just need somebody to yes. be there
2: but and say to, need... to symbolize their care do you but care? i love i
3: love i love what you're also doing that you're
2: you're doing you know cleanup projects on the beach right and then yeah. you're looking at clean water and because uh-huh. that that is where people don't make that connection so often, it's so important. We, we were just talking, you know, with National Geographic kids about kids versus plastic. Mm-hmm. And what happens in landfills have, ends up in the ocean, ends up in our waterways. It is yeah. all connected. The soil, the rivers, the streams, and the ocean, it's all connected. And it even comes right out of your toilet, you know, right down oh, through Yeah. Everything.
3: <laughs> Well, that's no, but that is a huge thing. So uh, another thing that I learned from the surfers that instigated starting a nonprofit was that while you're out surfing, I Mm -hmm. remember one day saying, gosh, the water tastes like cucumber. What is up? And the surfers (laughs) were like, yeah,
4: that's, that's a sewage. (laughs)
3: Wow. wow that was very like an iowan response really and that's you know you learn about when it rains you've got to stay out 72 hours and it tastes like (laughs) cucumber and i and if you're through it and you go out anyway but but you know it's it's you learn things like this and where and what days when the first rain of the year is going to be and when you're going to find
2: Mm-hmm. toilet paper
3: and condoms floating in the water because, oh, no. uh, you know, because it's so nasty, mm-hmm. but that's just things that you, that you learn and that people don't know who people don't know who are even living there and in, 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 right next to the ocean. And
4: well, that, I want, oh, I want to, learn yeah. be, I,
2: mm-hmm. I think this is really important about like, okay, living next to the ocean. So
4: mm-hmm. at the
2: same time, we, in Tucson, there Tucson, Arizona, no ocean, but kind of down like a few hundred, you know, miles, you'll find the ocean and rocky beach in Mexico. Um, mm-hmm. We had what was the, a wastewater project, and so a lot of cities are doing this it's called sweetwater. And then when we were in Gainesville, Florida, last year, we find another sweetwater, right? And so mm-hmm. you see this wastewater coming in, and then they're changing the wastewater. And- Clearing it and also using this thing as a wetlands preserve. Both both places oh, called Sweetwater, great. and I'm going to do a show on this. I really have to do. It's like Sweetwater in Tucson, Sweetwater in uh, Florida, and at the same time, back in the day, there was Sweetwater band that was badass in the back in the Woodstock mm. days. Yay! Anyway, yes, uh, yes. So cool. Uh, really a really good band. That, yeah. There was a documentary years ago about him, but anyway. um So <laughs> th- this, when we went to Florida, like in Tucson, we would see all these ducks come in, and this mm-hmm. regenerative process come. They they like all the uh, the reeds would come in. They would burn them. All these plants would come in. Uh, the plants would come in, but all these wintering birds i mean this became like a hot spot for birders to come see the birders but actually the more important thing a destination for birds to land Mm -hmm. and have an oasis in an industrial area that you wouldn't think it was insane wow insane so we'd go there all the time but now in Gainesville, florida same thing out of nowhere here it is but you would see gators you, you we saw gators we did our whole like hike, we, we had wine with gators but anyway don't tell anybody <laughs> about it. and we, we no, did that's this lovely whole... that's a good way that's great but there's this hike there's this whole thing you and at the same time you are on both places seeing what's going on with the water and the waves coming in we're seeing mm-hmm. where the waves is coming in and we're like holy crap and then we're seeing the gators near the waves we're like move gator move move but this is is the thing It it is like interesting about What is going on with our waste and our water And these places Mm. are letting us see The What is happening and also I mean the real thing They're trying to do the right thing Through these cities and I want to do shows On it but at the same time You are seeing how bad It is
4: Here's the thing Here's the thing yeah. when you yeah. open these areas for people to go appreciate them, okay because mm-hmm. they they you need people to appreciate them to save them at the same time. The people who go there appreciate them are the same people sometimes, not all of them who throw their waste, okay. In the river, on the land, yeah, and 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 you know, sometimes when when we see this happen, we're like, do we go say something or do we not? Because you don't want a confrontation, and it's like, do they understand? Do they not? How can you not understand this day and age that that is wrong? But then, yeah, it's it's a thing. I feel
3: that I. That's that's something that when I started. So just one thing that that we do is a beach cleanup on every uh, every second Saturday of the month. Obviously not during the pandemic, but I remember when we started and we had just me and um, my two uh, friends doing it. And
2: mm-hmm.
3: you know what Saturdays in Santa Monica are yeah, like yeah. with. Mm -hmm. with, you know, people packing on the beach, 400 people, and we're down there, it's party time, it's family day, everybody's come from LA County or further, just to be on the beautiful Santa Monica beaches, it's a very,
2: uh, uh,
3: socioeconomic, comfortably, Uh Uh, yeah, you know, fairly wealthy area, affluent yeah. area, and so when we first just started taking these these um these buckets down on the beach and just cleaning, we put up our tent, we blast some music, like you're saying, like mm-hmm. you know, you get we got the reggae going, and yeah. um and we bring free food, and we're like, whoever wants to clean with us, come on down and help yeah. us out but do you know how many people would look so annoyed? And this is just kind of a social commentary. Uh, so <laughs> people would be so annoyed as if we were disturbing their day at the beach
1: while yeah, we're and down there. up mostly. mostly up. To,
3: exactly. And made a lot of people would come up and say, uh, why are you cleaning it up? The beach looks really also, those would be the comments. The beach looks completely clean and it's, It's the microscopic. I explain. It's the microscopic, tiny pieces Mm -hmm. of plastic, but some microplastics Mm -hmm. which coagulate in the five gyres of the ocean, and we're trying Mm -hmm. to stop those from going in and you know getting in sea turtles' mouths. Blah blah blah. People Mm -hmm. really looked annoyed, and then by leading by example, by Mm. keeping, uh, by keeping going, by just. Showing up every second Saturday, gradually we started to get more and more college kids. And I'm, mm. I'm saying this not to, to show off for Project Savers or for a beach cleanup. I'm just saying what I have noticed because the nonprofit world is so mm. hard and because environmentalism mm. can be so, so touchy. It can be yeah. so touchy um, yeah. that by continuing to do this, for a year and a half, gradually we started to have fifty to a hundred people come through, and that was a huge. And it was by smiling.
2: That's giving,
3: amazing. And and not everybody. That's not the attitude that everybody's going to want to take. But this is just what I noticed from running yeah. a nonprofit for however many years now, thirteen years. That by smiling, by taking sort of a high road and just doing the job,
4: yeah. bringing.
3: Bringing free food, <laughs> you know, maybe having mimosas pizza. like the wine and gator, you know, yeah, pizza, mimosas, it. having the music and making it a good time. More and more people showed up and started bringing their kids to the beach to, um, you know, to for the cleanup versus a day at the beach with for leisure, mm. you know, they they wanted to do a learning. I, I don't know why everybody started just. Well, that, that's, that's, at that's at the
4: it, thing.
3: Well, you as want as an opportunity. Have, do you so want to do I something?
4: Can, I can so answer that as a parent. Like when you're tired of trying to teach your kid something, and because you you're in this box as a parent-child, 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 mm-hmm. and you teach, 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 and then your kid's like, oh, screw you, you know, they get tired. Right. Of it. Right? So, then it's like, oh, I need outside influence. So, then you find something, we you're like, oh, we do this anyway. We're going to the beach, and I hand over to you. Thank you very much. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. And I've
3: seen more and more parents yeah.
4: doing that. And that's a yeah. well, really
3: neat I part. we're
4: going to have more about-
2: over this whole COVID pandemic thing. So many, you know, families are stuck inside and that's like what i love about our first segment too with national geographics with the book kids versus plastic mm-hmm. it's like there's all these activities to do then there's i know that maybe you can't do all the same things you know what you've been doing over the last years with you know project uh save our surf but it is still in the minds of, like, if you're out there social distancing, pick some damn trash up if you can. Wear some glasses if you're worried because of COVID. Right. No, honestly, no, that's a, you know, I have friends that do are diligent on um, the Adopt a Highway cleanup program. They go out there, and Mm -hmm. I know people that have had to pick up, like, some weird purpley vibrating things. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> I, I mean they, they've had all kinds of no, they, things happen. Either way, like guys, wear gloves. gloves.
4: Just wear gloves. You're gonna go I pick know, up. your gloves. gloves.
2: Wear your mask.
4: It doesn't wear mean we gloves, don't. Do, wear you don't
2: keep do picking up. Um, it, it really does. Everything. I mean, but they, we, we, it's, we. We always. The the whole thing is it does start in the in the dirt and, and the beach, so there's the beach mm-hmm. side. What you're doing, and you're right. Project Save Our Surf. You want to mm-hmm. surf, you want to have that clean opportunity. Even Hawaii is dealing with this, you know. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't yeah. know one beach or surfing location that is not dealing with a pollution problem.
4: Mm-hmm. Be it climate change.
2: And harmful algal blooms, um, all or whatever. Of, right. Right. So I look at what you're doing as being a very global thing of like, oh, save our surf, because some areas you don't want to go in, you're going to be burned from the blooms, or you know, or there's you know, oil spills, or you know, there's so many things affecting our water. But it's not only what's going on in the water, but it's what's going on on the land that we can do to stop things now, immediately, in our homes.
3: Absolutely. And so, just because we're on the lockdown with the pandemic, there is, yeah. there is, and some of these, and and looking at the, the results globally of the pandemic and the environmental results, which is probably the last thing on a lot of people's minds right now. Um, however, one of the silver linings is that Greenhouse gases gas emissions have gone down mm. there have been uh there's there's a lot less pollution the air quality has gone up um, mm. there is there is there are a lot of wonderful things because people have stayed home that have happened um, positive things with with the environment uh, mm-hmm. that as a result of less travel as a result of uh, Gas
4: emissions, less pollution. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, GHGs is
3: it's great. Um, the waste, the waste from the pandemic and uh, uh, some toxic materials. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's a, that's higher. However, we can't be prepping soon enough for when we get back out because as soon as we get back out. Every is going to go to the right beach back. and start fly, And the parents are too. Everybody's going to be like, oh, my God, I've been on lockdown. with this.
4: And go yeah. to the beach and yeah. be throwing the bejesus <laughs> out of their trash cans. <laughs> but can't I just say this? As we're yeah. on the road traveling, this is what we see. Mm-hmm. Um, as opposed to 30 years ago where you could see people throw trash out of their car, the only mm-hmm. thing I see being thrown at cars, like, is people with their cigarettes. That's okay, not true. right. Stop it right. yeah. too. And Just stop a cigarettes. Not true. I... Don't and, and... they throw their cigarettes out the car? They do. We mm-hmm. see it yes. all the time. They need to stop that too. Stop it. If you're smoking, that's your true. problem.
1: they it out know.
4: in your car. Quit flicking. The cigarette butts out your
2: car. Stop it. Go flick just, something else. Yeah. Seriously.
4: Mm-hmm. No, no.
2: I, I was just saying about going again. I said no. It's like no. It's not just that they. It's the fast food. It's the. It's that that um, fast food cigarette on the go mentality of, and I understand that. Move fast forward. Move forward fast. I I understand that. Um yeah, but, and to it the but they do and I've had all of this crap land on my windshield and my windshield's tired. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> that's so true.
3: That's so true. And that's what we find on beach cleanups is we find the micro particles yeah. of uh, uh, is mainly we find cigarette butts.
4: We yeah. find
3: tiny the We find tiny little minuscule uh, pieces of styrofoam. We find fork tines, plastic fork tines. Mm. We find on the Santa Monica beaches still, we find needles. And we find, yeah, yeah, those little hypodermic needles. And I would anticipate there's probably more right now with a lot of the socioeconomic status being driven Mm down with and, tra- and transience and homelessness being yeah. driven wow. down with, with this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm in drug use up. So I would anticipate that there'd be more of that going on too. And bottle caps, but it's a small, small, small particles that end up mm-hmm. going and shifting into those huge plastic, mm-hmm. these becoming plastic continents that we have no idea how they have formed and why they're bigger than Texas, why yeah. they're, they're it's plastic floating. Islands. It's insane. It's insane. And it people cannot fathom why they, there are five of them, you know, and it's those little things of, it's, it's like you said, like people throwing tiny little things and fast food their containers. Up. Yes. The lids. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know,
4: that stuff goes somewhere. It's the little things. Yeah, yeah, because it it mounts up. Like, we can be behind a car, and the person with the cigarette feels – it. and even when we're walking in a, a national park where they're all respectful of everything, they would never throw a plastic thing out, but they will leave their cigarette butt. Like, that's okay somehow. Cigarette butts are okay to leave anywhere, ever, any time of any day.
2: In closing, we, we have to go, ladies. Sorry, but I, I, sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, wow, that was so fun. I'm sorry, but we have to go. We have to go. We have music to play. Shut it down. And we have to go. Shut it, and down. Go. Shut it and we, down. I know. I know. I feel like the person with the whip. I'm sorry, but I will not leave the whip on the beach. Take your whip home. <laughs> <So> listen, listen, <laughs> Jenna, it has been a pleasure. So the best Aww. thing I know... Please keep us posted as you do uh, cleanups, any kind of event going on with your project Save Our Surf. Please keep us posted. We'll help you. Yes.
3: Anything we can I do to will. help? I will. You can check it out on Facebook if anybody wants to check it out and see what the next co- upcoming events are. At project Save Our Surf on cool. Facebook. Oh,
4: thank awesome. you. Best thank place. you for awesome. joining
2: us yeah. and everyone. Yeah. We're gonna I, we're gonna close so this sad. segment. We've got more music because we we said we would play Loving Our Land with Wally Lauder. We'll do that. And so live listeners may not hear this, but we will play it. Uh, But we're going to play Underwater, Above Water, and that is from the album Hawaii Interlude by Makana. Makana is one of the best uh, stand-up. If anybody stands up for anything, this dude does it in Hawaii. He stood up. For everything politically, he stood up against Monsanto. He stood up against so many things um, and still does uh, against anything that's negative to the land and to people. He is one of the Mm -hmm. most amazing musicians, slacky guitarist of Hawaii, and we're going to play Underwater, Above Water, and again, it's from his latest album, A Hawaii Interlude. So, Tana, you take care, and we'll talk to you You as you do more things.
3: You take care. All my love to you, wonderful women. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye. Bye.
2: Bye. Bye.
3: Bye. Take care.
2: Here it is, a Hawaii and in- oh, I'm I'm like underwater. Like <laughs> here it is, not the whole album. It's called Underwater Above Water.
0: Of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. Ninety-two percent because of a bike, not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess, for elite athletes only, right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. Ninety-two percent stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread, or row, risk-free with a thirty-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com/home-trial.